Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Marsh Minutes. I'm here with my friend Carly Edwards, who is a, uh, a, a licensed dental assistant who uh, has turned marketer and manager for uh, dental clinics and just kind of all things uh, on the back end and marketing uh, business management. You do everything, right? I, I do a little bit of everything. That's right. Anyone who has ever managed a dental office knows that, you know, aside from the usual dental business, we are changing light bulbs and making schedules and HR and accounting and marketing. We get to work with incredible people such as yourself, Shay. I was super lucky to meet you and uh, yeah, a little bit of everything for sure. That's the reason why I wanted to bring you on too is because like, so you went to school specifically to be a dental assistant. So that's yeah. cleaning teeth and preparing and uh, helping the dentist with whatever they need. And then basically somehow, helping, yeah, helping the dentist with whatever they need, helping everyone with whatever they need and then in, somehow in the chair you, side. Yeah, yeah, in the chair side. And then somehow you ended up in the back end doing everything else. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <sighs> so when I, I moved to uh, London, England years and years ago, and they wanted me to take a test to prove I could speak English. Um, which I did not agree with, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of got a little bit into uh, more of the admin side in the dental practice. Uh, met my office manager there who was a young woman close to my age. And I just thought like, wow, like this woman had a marketing background. She went to university for marketing and somehow ended up in the dental world. And I just thought like, you know, that's what I want to do. And so when I moved back to Saskatchewan, I was lucky enough to find a position doing that with a couple of guys who you know, Shay, mm -hmm. um, Pasco South Oral Health Clinic, and they just kind of helped me grow into a position with them. And then in turn, you know, it's led me into all these different directions in the dental industry, uh, dental coach. So I work for a company, HD Dental Coaching. Uh, we travel all over Canada, uh, some of the coaches even travel in the United States, helping dental practices become the best that they possibly can be. You know, den dentists went to school to be dentists. They didn't go to school to do HR, to do marketing, to know how to do everything that there is to do in a dental practice. So that's where, you know, me or, you know, my fellow coaches come in where we can, we can help them. <laughs> well, and that's the craziest thing that I kind of discovered when doing just marketing in general, not just for uh, dental clinics. Uh, it, you, you find these people that have their own businesses. And as you said, they went to school to help people with their dental hygiene, right? And you think that's all you have to do. And then I had a friend of mine who is a, uh, a, a wellness uh, doctor, a homeopathic mm -hmm. doctor. And I remember while she was going to school for that, uh, she said, Shay, there's so many classes I have to take on marketing and I hate this. I just want to work on <laughs> helping yeah. people get healthy, right? Um, yeah. So so that's uh, something that people often ignore is that these are businesses um, that you have, are responsible for bringing clients in, retaining clients, as well as making sure that they have proper care. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's so many different hats in a practice. So to be able to uh, wear multiple hats is is definitely needed. So uh, in, in like, obviously, things have changed a lot. You're not just running advertising for everything. Um, what did you find was uh, the, the biggest change for you recently in terms of like, how to adjust and how to uh, maximize success with like, you know, what was what was the, the toughest thing for you to really latch on to? 
Definitely, definitely the advertising and marketing. But again, I'm going to thank you. You know, we <laughs> talked a little bit earlier um, about how, you know, one thing that you told me that really stuck with me was you just have to do it. You mm -hmm. know, things that don't seem, you know, um, putting on a dental dam, polishing people's teeth, those things come naturally to me or as naturally as they could. Right. I, I, I was used to doing those things you know, recording a video or making a post on social media to try to market my dental practice. Like I had no clue what I was doing. And now I'm recording bi-weekly videos. And for... I love those videos. I, I, yeah. I never would have thought that you would go from, you know, and it's not like you were afraid to be on camera. You're just like, oh, I don't, uh, whatever inhibitions you had, um, yeah. hitting that record button is a really difficult thing to do and you're killing it now. So that's great to see. Yeah. Like you, how, how many videos do you uh, post a week roughly? Uh, well, one, I have a car Carly's corner and, uh, that's on Tuesdays. And then Fridays we have our fab FAQ Fridays. So yeah, two, two a week we're doing. And that's like, honestly, that's more than you really need to do. You just have to be consistent yeah. with what you're doing. Um, there were a lot of people that were starting off uh, just in like the early blog days or early video content where people just had their phones and they would do one every morning. And that's almost too much. You have to make sure that you're yeah. you're doing something. There's a lot of people who are like, what do I have to talk about today? Just whatever. I'm going to open my mouth and whatever comes out, that's what I'm going to post. Um, yeah. And that's not necessarily the best way to do it, but at least you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I, for sure. So sorry, <laughs> I I know that uh, one thing you had difficulties with is uh, like what to post on social. You know what what's going to be uh, something that's going to resonate with people because you're a dental clinic, right? Or you work with yeah. dental clinics. How how is that going to be engaging for people who aren't immersed in that every every day, right? And you yeah, go to a dentist exactly. at most like three times a year, uh, at most. Yeah, well, and, and things that I find interesting. I mean unless you're a dental professional, dental nerd, as I like to call it, you're not really going to find it that interesting. But I found really having a, a schedule um, in terms of, you know, uh, this week, I'm going to talk about this next, we're going to talk about that planning has helped me immensely. Mm -hmm. How do you plan? Do you have like a Google Doc? Or do you have a calendar kind of uh, notes on my phone? Notes on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes and... I'll honestly, sometimes I'll be working on a patient. Um, and they'll say something that just kind of triggers me and write it down right away. <laughs> so you're still a chair side now. Uh, yeah, you're doing more yeah. Chair so side I've now. kind of, I've done a little bit of full circle here, which is I, if you would have asked me a year ago or two years ago, if you would have, if I would have been doing this, I would have said no way. Um, but it's really almost, uh, renewed my passion for the oral health part of things. Um, you know, I, I love managing, I love coaching, I love the admin, the business of dentistry is uh, something that is, you cannot compare it to anything else. Dentistry, if, if you talk to any dental professional, they will tell you a dental office is a whole other beast. Um, but, you know, I still get to do a little bit, bit of that with my coaching. Um, I also work with another company called Tetherport. Uh, so they were created in Regina, Saskatchewan. It's a um, uh, referral system for dental labs and dental specialists to link between GPs and them. Um, yeah, so I, I still have my hand in the business side, but I get to go to work and I get to work on patients every day and, and really... I feel like I'm really making a difference for them and not just a clinic as a whole. Uh, I'd like you to talk a little bit more about the, uh, the uh, HD uh, dental coaching or consulting, coaching, mm -hmm. consulting. 
Do you do both? Coaching, but... coaching. <laughs> I, I call it coaching, but we can do coaching and consulting. <laughs> well, so what exactly do you do there? Because I, I have some lead up questions into this as well. Yeah, for sure. So um, like I said, there's a group of us, I believe there are uh, seven dental coaches now, and each one of us kind of specializes in a different area of the practice. We have some that deal with business, um, like the business desk, so admin desk. Uh, we have some that deal with um, the dentist specifically. Um, and then we have uh, dental assisting coaches and dental hygiene coaches. So me, myself, I kind of do two. Um, I work with the business team, uh, given my past history with managing and all that, and then also with dental assisting, just given my my license. My license. Um, yeah, so basically a, a, an office will reach out to us and they will, you know, if they're feeling a little bit, you know, beat down, uh, maybe their team isn't happy, they're struggling somehow in some aspect of their practice, they might not even know exactly what it is. Uh, one of our coaches will go in just based on an initial conversation and uh, really, you know, we can pull reports. Uh, we can do it um, online now as well or, or, you know, via online methods. Thanks to COVID, I guess that is one blessing is we've had to travel a little bit less. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll pull reports and just kind of see if we can figure out what exactly is going on. You know, maybe their hygiene numbers are down a bit or um you know maybe the doctor comes in in a bad mood every day but they don't realize it you know um <laughs> wow even <laughs> that is happen. something you guys can identify and like work with yeah exactly yeah um pretty much any anything that's going on we we try to figure out is it a person problem is it a procedure problem or is it a policy problem I... and then we have different ways and i mean we have I can't even remember. We figured it out one one day. I think over a hundred years combined oh experience God. or something crazy. That's dating yourself. Um, yeah, <laughs> not me. I'm the youngest. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, whoever's watching this. <laughs> um, well, so it, it's interesting you say like the bad day thing because I guess it is. Uh, a centralized, like you have a doctor's office where um, everyone's important and everyone has a, an, a like really hard job to do. Uh, no one can really do anything without everyone else kind of working as a team. But I guess if you have one person centralized at the head, which would be the dentists or the the people with the names on the outside of the clinic there, yeah. um, that really can put a damper on everything. Well, I talk a lot about culture. So, so building a culture in a dental practice, you know, it starts at the top. If the person at the top, so i.e. the person who has their name on the door, um, you know, if they don't have the mind, you know, the, the thought process of really the culture starts with them, if they're in a bad mood every day or, you know, they're trash talking patients or, mm -hmm. you know, who, who knows, it really is going to trickle down to everyone else and you're really not going to be successful uh and uh, yeah like the the crazy thing to me is going into um anywhere and just just realizing that there's so much at play here right when we were kids we just went to the dentist and then we left there was these nice people at the front and the dentist saw you for a couple of minutes and okay you got to get fitted for braces or whatever yeah. and and we never really think about like how then you get a little goes. toy from the treasure box and yeah, then you're out of yeah, there. Yeah, I, and I remember I, I I was always interested in like kind of medical stuff and they always had pamphlets at the front. So I was going, yeah. oh, okay, you know, I guess you have to learn about teeth to be a dentist, but then there's 
so much more that's involved in there. Um, So because you guys are dental professionals, um, that probably helps at least put your foot in the door uh, to talk to these people and uh, making sure that they are okay. These people know what they're talking about on both sides of things. Yeah. Well, well, definitely. I mean, unless you've been in the industry, I really don't think that you would be able to to help a dental practice. Like if you don't know what goes on behind the scenes, I mean, you're, you're, you'll be lost. Uh, the actual, the owner of HD dental coaching or one of them, uh, Henry Doyle, uh, he just spoke in a lecture the other day and he really advocates, you know, for dentists to bring people into their umbrella who have dental experience. Like even things such as like accountants and bookkeepers, like you can hire an accountant or bookkeeper, but unless they know the ins and out of outs of the dental practice, you know, you're really losing out or lawyers, even coaches, like there are consultants, you know, business consultants that you can hire that don't have dental knowledge. And sure, they might be able to come in and, you know, excuse my language, but half asset, um, <laughs> unless you know how a dental practice works and the flow of things. Um, yeah, you'll, you're not going to be able to help. That's always something that's been difficult for, um, general marketers to do, right? Like myself, um, which is amazing when I get to work with clients like you who are like, okay, we can fill in each other's gaps. And obviously like I, I, I don't know anything about dentists. I could probably name maybe three types of teeth that are in there. And then everything else is just, those are the chompy you know, ones yeah. that used to gnash <laughs> stuff. Um, but if if there's a way to um, engage people, right, rather than just saying, yeah, we'll take over everything. Like, I don't know what to write in terms of uh, like, like <laughs> anything that has to do with any dental procedure, right? I'm not going to yeah. write something, put it on a website without you guys going through it 100% because that's very, very um, dangerous information to get wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and it's funny how you said lawyers too, cause that's the exact same thing. So, um, it, it does pay to be experienced in that. There's a lot of learning to do. Um, and really you go, you want to lean on the experts that are there. Um, yeah. sometimes they need a little bit more help though. And I guess that's where you kind of step in and you're okay. Like I understand, you know, we we're, we're eye to eye on the professional aspects of what it's like to work in a dental clinic, but here's yeah. the things you might not be thinking about from the other acumen that I've accumulated over time. Exactly. Yeah. And, and a lot of those things, I mean, come with experience and, and immersing yourself in different aspects of, of the dental practice for sure. What's uh, what's your least favorite thing to do in terms of uh, marketing now? Oh gosh. Um, not to say you hate it, but what's the, what's the thing no. you like the least? I honestly don't know that there's anything that I like. You know what I would say? I don't like um, writing articles. Ah, okay. I have a hard time with blog posts and um, they're always looking for blog posts. <laughs> so what, what's, uh, what's the kind of stopgap for you there? Is it um, not getting the information or not being able to put it down on a page? Properly? Not being able to put it down on paper. Sounding, I always feel like I need to sound very professional when I'm writing these blog posts. And I mean, you and I have known each other for enough years and mm-hmm. I don't know if always professionalism is, you know, high up there. I'm more of, you know, keep it real kind of person. So I find, you know, in videos and um, when I'm speaking to someone or recording my videos, I find, you know, I'm, it's a little bit easier to come across naturally. Whereas if I'm writing a blog post, um, I just, I sound 
phony baloney, I feel like. Well, I don't I'll, know. <laughs> I'll give you a cheat code then, Carly, because you are so okay. good at doing the videos now. Um, a lot of times, like what people will do, they'll take notes for everything and they'll kind of dissect it down into like different sections. And okay, I'm going to talk about this in this paragraph or I'm going to make a bullet list here. Um, but if you're already doing that in video form, what you can easily do is just take that video form and mm -hmm. kind of elaborate on whatever that's going to be there, right? So a one to five minute video could turn into five or six paragraphs that you can easily put up, right? All it is is just reiterating. Yeah. And then if I want to read it, I can read it. If I want to watch it, I can watch it. Um, so like really you're just double dipping at that point and making sure that um, well, there you go. Yeah. I, I've got weeks worth of videos that I've already done. So I can just go back now. I have so many blog posts I can do now, Shay. So you're, you're talking like weeks worth like that haven't been posted yet? Well, yeah, I usually do a few weeks at a time. Yeah. And so you're stockpiling them and just I in case you're away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so do you ever find uh, that you're running into like issues of running out of things to do? Have you reiterated on anything or? Not, not yet. No. I mean, the dentistry, there are so many things I can touch on. Um, I mean, from technology to marketing to uh, the different, you know, uh, dental hygienist, dental assisting, admin, accounting, bookkeeping. Oh gosh, accounts receivable. Like the list honestly goes on and on and on. Uh, so in terms of ordering like, or ordering, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like ordering, what do you even order? Right. Like you get the yeah. little sticks. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there could be everything else. Well, and then, um, uh, equipment acquisition. And then I know mm -hmm. that uh, working with uh, a couple of dentists that I've been working with still, um, they have all these COVID procedures that they have to have, and they have to have um, specific guidelines for if there is a COVID patient, if they are one of the practices that do that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there's so much that I, I learn each time that I'm kind of going in and, and dipping into the yeah. services that are offered. Yeah. So. And just when you, when you just when I thought that I had it all figured out, you know, then COVID happened. Yeah. And then that like brought a whole other can of worms to us. And yeah. I mean, of course I started the whole COVID thing in Saskatchewan. And then when I relocated to British Columbia, everything's different. Yeah, it, yeah. It's different from province to province. So I kind of had to relearn everything again. So <laughs> I was just speaking to a nurse um, that works at a uh, care home and uh, he was saying, yeah, no, uh, I was gone for a week and the COVID restrictions changed three times in that time. Yeah. And it's like, wow, it's it's kind of crazy how like things can just change day to day. Um, and you got to like keep that. on top of it. I, I think that um, and this is this is a weird thing for me to kind of put out there in the world. But like <laughs> if you're intending to take care of people and and you you want to do best for you know everyone else, that's um, that's the most you can do. And then you you kind of work backwards to uh, yeah. make sure that you're compliant with everything else. Cause it is all yeah. about care with the patients. You're, you're probably finding a lot of people are a little nervous about getting back in the chair or has that subsided? Not that's definitely subsided, subsided now. I, I've noticed a real shift in the last, um, I want to say three months um, with patients as well as practices like dental clinics. Mm -hmm. um, it's like everyone's ready to get back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, clinics are ready to get back to working. There was, you know, depending on who you were and, and what demographic you're working with, there was definitely, you know, a good year in some that people were really leery about picking up the drill and mm -hmm. having the aerosols. And uh, you know, right. what, what does that mean for us? You know, because there's, there's not a lot of uh, science behind it, you know, uh, about uh, around the research and all that. Yeah. Um, but now I think people are just realizing that this is it. Like, yeah. 
this is what it is. So let's get back to it. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's, it's interesting. That's uh, I don't know. I just keep going back to like how much stuff you have to do as an office manager. Um, you're running everything in terms of ah, just so many hats and where do you begin yeah. to like kind of draw the line on work? Like how many times have you had your work week go over <laughs> <laughs> or still do, right? There's no, it's all blurred. There is no set schedule. Yeah. So how do you keep, um, how do you keep saying then? <laughs> yeah. How do I keep saying? A lot of working out. I work out a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, and I would say definitely having a good group of uh, women around me who are my venture mentors. That's what I, that's what we kind of call them. So um, again, my, my fellow dental coaches, uh, two in particular um, are definitely my mentors. Uh, they were who kind of inspired me to start in the coaching industry. Um, absolutely wonderful women. And I know that if something is going on, I could call them like that and you know, they're there to help me. How, how did um, that conversation start and how did they find you? Well, actually, it's funny. I ended up uh, when I was working at Pasqua South Oral Health Clinic, uh, Stefan and Grant had sent me to a course in Toronto, which was led by one of the, the women, mm -hmm. uh, Linda Anderson, her name is. She's awesome. Uh, and then I, you know, decided I wanted to hire her for the practice. You know, I just thought it would be we hadn't done anything kind of as a team. Let's get our team together, do some team building while we are learning about the business of dentistry, you know, mm -hmm. so it was kind of a twofold thing. And she came and that, that first day, you know, I picked her up from the airport and I just said, I want to do what you do. Like, how, how do I do it? And, you know, a lot of people, or I shouldn't say a lot of people, but some people would have maybe been taken aback and, and kind of thought, well, who is this woman trying to take over for me or step on my toes? But she really took me under her wing. She guided me, um, uh, pointed me towards an adult, a cert certification in adult education, which I completed, I think, later that year, even I, I signed up for it right away. Just right into it. Right into it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was a great program, uh, through St. FX and yeah, then, then they basically, um, those two women, they were with another company and then heaps and Doyle HD dental coaching approached them. And then they brought me with them. That's, that's awesome. And like, so, so this, um, course was obviously big room full of other, uh, dental administrators, practice managers, yeah. just, just strictly practice managers. This was just, just an office management course. Yeah. So how many people were in the room there? I think there was about 15 of us. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking yeah. like a big giant symposium. Like you always see oh, those no. things. Oh, well, 15 is completely manageable then. Yeah. Um, but they probably rotate through several groups of people and only bring in small bits at a time. Right. Exactly. Okay. You know, yeah. cause whenever you were talking about that, I just kind of had a different picture in my head, you know, oh. like the, the big giant the big lecture. And they're, yeah. They're shooting t-shirt yeah. cannons out at everyone too. And, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Cause that's what, no. So that makes more sense than that's, um, a much more like intimate learning environment for you. Yeah. Um, and they could really work one-on-one -on -one with things. Cause yeah, I don't, I don't really agree with those giant ones, right. Where they just send they're... you on with a package. Yeah, it's hard to, I, I find that that would be really hard to get a, a, well, you wouldn't get a personalized experience from it. Mm -hmm. You really have to be able to learn how everyone else learns. Yeah. Whereas something like, like that, that I went to, or like we put on, so uh, we put on office manager workshops and we do keep the numbers small ish mm -hmm. so that you can do breakout groups or, um, you know, we can customize the learning a little bit to how everyone is learning. 
And you guys are in Canada and the U.S.? Yeah, so we're, we're based out of Canada, but a few of the ladies do travel down to the U.S., which is a whole other can of worms down there. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's completely different. Yet, oh, oh, no, no, yeah, and then it's completely different, like, province to province, right? You know, oh, in terms of yeah. the business side of things. Like, I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong on this, again, I'm not an expert, teeth are pretty much the same wherever you go. Right. Pretty much the same. I do feel like England was a little bit different, though. <laughs> was it? Well, and um, it, it's uh, it's interesting. There's um, different dental cosmetic trends in different places in the world, For too, sure. uh, which is really strange. Like they have uh, um, they, they like having uh, crooked teeth. In some places in Japan, they think it's cute. Yeah, and, and they there's put a name braces for it. on to give you crooked teeth. Yeah, yeah, like that. Wild. I I don't know, and I, it's a different aesthetic difference and a different culture. Um, yeah. You always kind of think uh, you you want straight teeth and it's healthy and you get to chomp on things because you know there is that. But um, no, that's uh, yeah, yeah. So like all over the world and and uh, Canada and the U.S. Um, because we're, you know, in the Americas, right. We share a lot of similarities yeah. with how we're doing things. So, um, you guys are doing a lot of online, uh, courses now. We are. Yeah. We're doing a lot of online stuff now, um, which is a blessing and a curse, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, we have done a little bit less in, in office things. There is something, you know, about in person, you know, yeah. you, you definitely get to vibe with those people a little bit more. Um, but online has made it a lot more accessible for people. Like it's not, not everyone can take a day off work to yeah. travel somewhere to take a course or, um, dental offices. A lot of times, you know, dentists don't want to close down their practice for mm -hmm. a few hours to bring you in to do, you know, a workshop with them. So this way, if we're doing it online, you can either do it after hours or it can be a recorded thing that they just watch after, which is quite nice. Um, yeah. And you're usually tailoring um, your different consultations to specific yeah. people as well as having generalized yeah. courses? For sure. Yeah. We, a little bit of both, definitely. Um, we're actually, uh, Leanne Shipowick and I are putting one on uh, mid-January uh, and it's called Patience, Patience, Patience. So patience, patience, <laughs> and having patience, like I don't always have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, we're going to be presenting it to a clinic in Kelowna here. So we've tailored it a little bit to them, but then we're also going to have it online. Um, so along with kind of the customizable tailoring that we did for them, there will also just be some more generic things for everyone. Uh, aside from the uh, what we talked about previously about uh, the personal touches, right? Like it's mm -hmm. it's different when you're online versus face to face. Yeah. Um, what other difficulties do you find running online courses and uh, online uh, just in general? Yeah, keeping people engaged. That's yeah. that's tough, right? Yeah. I mean, how easy is it for somebody taking a course to just turn their camera off and go about their business? You know. <laughs> cleaning the house or whatever they need to do. So to keep everyone engaged um, is definitely a big thing. I know whenever I'm running an online seminar or course, uh, rule is camera has to be on. Okay. Well, then that's I fair. I, I think, I think yeah. people are okay with that too. Um, yeah. It's, it's surprising when I'm booking uh, in people for the show, I'm like, well, mm -hmm. there's a video component and there's an audio. So, you know, it'd be cool yeah. to have a camera. And so people are like, Oh, I don't have a camera. Right. Uh, okay. There are very few people nowadays uh, who are like, well, I don't want to be on camera because we're all on camera yeah. anyway. I think everyone's past those <laughs> kind of hangups. Right. Yeah. Well, we've had to, mm -hmm. you know, you, you had to, uh, yeah. 
a lot of people were working from home and instead of in-person meetings, now they're doing Zoom Zoom calls. Like, I don't care if you wear your pajama pants, just throw a t-shirt on, you're good to go. Well, you, I don't don't, you only see me from the top up, right? And I just exactly. got to make sure that I got we the makeup on. We could both be wearing our pajama pants right now. We don't know. Well, you don't know. It's, it's funny because I see you sitting on the floor too. And the only reason why I know is because I saw yeah. like a little tail go past and the cat. Yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> so it, it's good to have like coworkers like that who kind of keep you, <laughs> keep yeah. you going and keep you sane. But yeah. you have to do a lot of in-person stuff still. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And BC is, like I said, a little bit different where their in-person things kind of opened up a little bit sooner than than other places. Mm -hmm. um, well, I guess we kind of like opened up and then closed down again and opened up and closed down again. But um, yeah, it's nice to get out and to feel a little bit of uh, normalcy, yeah. you know, for, for whatever it is now. I mean... Well yeah, and I, I think uh, you're you're in a really weird spot because you do so much stuff on the back end of things, but it's good to not have your skills um, kind of fade away if you're not practiced. Yeah. But in order to keep them practiced, you have to do them constantly. So you're like in that weird position where it's like you have two sets of skills to hone and it's yeah. it's got to be tough to... Um, you know, that that's one thing I was worried about getting back into doing chair side, working on patients was like, you know, I mean, I did it a little bit here and there whenever, you know, as a manager, again, you just, mm -hmm. you do whatever you need. I, to, I remember right? how many meetings, like I was working with you and you're like, can we push it back? We're, yeah. we're short staffed. And I we have, have to stuff come today in, or whatever. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's different. And I, you know, being in it full time, mm -hmm. um, but it was just like riding a bike right back into it and right back to where I was, you know, hover 12 years ago or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's, uh, it was, it's great working with you there and it's great to kind of, um, get your, uh, views on a lot of this stuff we've talked before and you're mm -hmm. like, okay, well, this is how things need to get done. Um, in the dental clinic, how do we make that work with yeah. whatever digital marketing strategy that we're trying to do or marketing strategy in general? Yeah. Um, so, and this is why I like working with people like you is because we can go and make sure we're, we're riffing off each other. And yeah. um, like, I, I don't know. And then there's some things that you don't know. Um, and then we just, we find the perfect solution right in the middle of it. So yeah, exactly. Some yeah. common ground and just roll with it. And it kind of sounds like that's what you have with the, uh, the HD coaching and yeah. Um, so, well, um, we're, we're kind of running down on time here, but I would like you to kind of promote HD dental coaching and whatever else you have going on. And yeah, I've got a few, few hands in, in different buckets there, but yeah, definitely HD dental coaching. We are, um, you know, we have a, a great web page that I will provide to you, Shay, that you can kind of put yeah, up for me. It's all going to be in the description. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. A any dental practice, you know, even if you don't know for sure, if you need help, reach out to us. Um, you know, a phone call is free. Uh, I would love to talk to any practice out there. Uh, even if you're not the dentist, you know, if you're maybe the dental assistant who thinks that you might need help <laughs> again, reach out. We, we would love, to, I'd love to talk to any of you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Tetherport, like I mentioned, Tetherport a couple times. It is a, a web-based program um, just to kind of create a link between specialist office and GP practices. Um, if you've never heard of it, definitely check that out as well. Um, yeah, and then I'll just plug Care Dental just real quickly here. So Care Dental is the practice where I work in Kelowna. They are by far the best dental practice I have ever worked with. Sorry, Pasqua South Oral Health <laughs> Clinic. <laughs> you guys are right up there too. Um, but anyone traveling to Kelowna, I know it is a um, you know destination. It's a travel hotspot. 
uh, any dental issues, anyone you're in Kelowna, give us a call. Uh, we're open seven days a week, which is not like it's many not normal for a dentist. Yeah, not normal for a dentist. We are not a normal dental practice. We are above and beyond for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for being on, Carly. I really appreciate it and love uh, picking your brain and get some insight. Awesome. It was great to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk soon. See ya.